Yo, what is up, guys? Rustic here, and today I'm joined by my friend... Sam? Sam, yep, yep, yep. (laughs) (laughs) And today's podcast is going to be very controversial, but we do realize and we appreciate you guys just letting us say what we want and not judging and we do value your opinions too so be sure to comment down below what you think about all these issues that we are going to talk about and it's going to be controversial but you know what we're here to do that right what do you think Sam? yeah definitely uh as i was researching about this topic uh when we first thought about the topic i was like huh, that should be pretty simple right and as i was like researching about topic um, I realized that, you know, like we are going to be ta- talking about a very sensitive topic and most of the things are like, you guys are probably not going to be agreeing with, with it or you will probably agree with it, uh, which we totally understand. We value your opinion as well as uh, I hope you will value our opinion. Um, so, yeah, that being said, um, our topic for today is going to be prostitutions. And like I said earlier, it's juicy. Yep, totally understandable. It's a sensitive topic. And I know like most people don't want to talk about it. It's like a taboo um, sort of thing where people don't want to talk about it. But um, it's it's an important topic. And we feel like we need to address this in uh, our like, you know, speaker mind podcast. So, yeah, let's begin. Rustic. Yeah, today's all about exploring <laughs> different things, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's start away with um, just general question, right? So what do you think about um, prostitution? Should it be legal? Where do you stand? What's your stance on this? Um, in my opinion, it, um, I feel like we should legalize uh, prostitutions. And the reason I'm saying that is because... Um, People are already doing it anyways, even though whether it's a, it's illegal or not legal. And other thing about, you know, like being illegal is that people tend to do it anyways. People tend to like do it more if it's illegal than it's legal because, you know, people like to do like freaky stuff like, uh, OK, we can't smoke marijuana. Let's just go try to steal some marijuana and smoke. Um, and another reason behind, you know, like the legalization is obviously like to bring some sort of regulations because uh, right now it's a it's a mess. Uh, prostitution is a mess. Uh, there's like lots of bad things happening, like, uh, you know, human trafficking through prostitutions, uh, rape, uh, all sort of diseases. Uh, personally, for me, it should be uh, legal. What do you think? So I am just a, I'm just an ape. So where I stand is pretty much in the mix in between two. Cause I see the point that uh, you're making and I am somewhere in that region, but I also do see the point that other people make that prostitution, sometimes legalizing it can de-incentivize people and it can objectify women more so and i think we already as men we objectify women a lot but just legalizing prostitution might objectify and this is might objectify woman body more than 
uh, we would think. And, and there's a lot of perks to, just like you said, to making it legal. But who knows what the repercussions are? Because there was uh, a country, I, I forgot, in Europe that did legalize it. And it kind of backfired. Um, people were treated no, no, no. as sex objects. I'm sorry? Was it uh, Netherlands? Netherlands. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Netherlands, where it kind of backfired. So I'm just a dumb chimp trying to figure this out. And I know this is a very hard answer to hit. Just like healthcare, just like a million topics out there that are way too complex. But I too, at many times, am on the same boat that you are in. And I think it should be legal, but with a few restrictions. Um, and, and what those restrictions are, we're going to get into that more, but, uh, yeah, that's where I stand in as of now. So hopefully that's not going to change. Yeah. hundred percent. And like I said, there's always going to be that gray area, you know, where it will be, uh, dangerous, but I feel like with, uh, some sort of regulations and some very strict rules, I think it's doable. And I, I, I totally understand your point of view about, you know, like being might, might be like object, objectifying women. But here's the thing though, um, like any other professions, prostitutions, let's say that in a prostitution is a profession, which it is because it's basically, uh, you know, like it earns money and it's exchanged for money. So it's basically a profession, right? Like whether you like it or not, whether we like to admit it or not, it's a basically like a job. Right. But then at the same time, if you go to a normal job, if you go to a guy, if you're a guy or a girl and you work at Starbucks or you go to Walmart or you go to work at Target or any place that you go to work at, you trade in time for work. Right. So you're mm -hmm. basically giving your time to this big company or small company you're working at and you're getting money in return. But in prostitutions. Mm -hmm. This is what some people might say. Some people might say that you're not trading in time uh, for for money. You're quite literally trading in your body for money. Um, right. And when you're using that body, who knows what kind of damage you could do. Not physically. Sometimes it might be physically inducing pain. Um, it might be a bad experience with a customer. But also the mental ex like things that a person might go through. And... Um, if you legalize it and uh, let's say like prostitutes earn like $3,500 a month, um, what's the guarantee that if they live, leave that profession and let's say they want to go become a writer, right? <clears throat> mm -hmm. What if that's going to backfire? What if the risk to reward ratio is not that um, like huge because the people that we see in our society and I kind of blame society for this is when we look at porn stars we look at them in a very demeaning way we look down into them so prostitutes are going to be in the same category if not even lower than porn stars um, because of low standards or like if they're cheap so what if it does mentally damage to them in for the rest of their life, there's no option other than prostitution itself that they can go back to. Like, w w what do you think about that? Um, let me let me continue where I left off, and I'll come mm -hmm. back to you. Mm -hmm. um, so, just like every other professions, you know, like uh, prostitution. Let's say, like, let's 
call it prostitution a profession, right? Uh, it's like a job. Um, and pretty much like every other professions, uh, like there are some people that are not going to like it. And there are some people that are going to be forced to do it just because, you know, like they have to. So like one thing I want to like, you know, like talk about it is that morale, uh, which is a, you know, like big topic when you, when, when it comes to like, uh, prostitution and sex. Um, so it all, I feel like it all, it all comes down to like consent and like personal choice, whether, you know, like they're doing it because they enjoy doing it while making a living off of it or whether they're forced to. So it's, it's a very, like we mentioned earlier, it's a very, you know, like very sensitive and it can go like either way. Like you can go against it, you can go towards it. It's a very like sensitive topic. Um, so like it all, I feel like it all comes down to, it all varies on people too. Like, you know, um, if you enjoy doing it um, and you want to make a living out of it, then by all means, you know, like as long as you're okay with it, as long as, uh, you know, like you're fine with the life that you're leaving. Um, but like, you know how like sometime how we don't like a professions and we just want to be in that profession just because of our peer pressure or because of our parents uh, or because of, you know, we want to be something, but at the same time, we're not leaving a meaningful life. Like that shouldn't be the case with even like the prostitution um, they should like, I feel like they should do it because number one, they enjoy doing it and they don't think, you know, like, and like they, from inside, they think it's a, you know, like it's a right decision for themselves. So I feel like it's totally comes down to, you know, like the person that's going to be involved on like many different labels, whether they like doing it or not whether you know like they feel safe or not um but yeah like i do agree with the point where you mentioned that they might you know go through like prostitution is basically exchanging your body for money and they might go through like lots of uh you know like mental trauma or uh physical you know like changes and like i mentioned earlier it all comes down to like what they're you know, like what they prefer or um, if it's like, you know, something forceful, then obviously like those things will happen uh, because number one, that person doesn't want to do it and they're like just doing it for sake of money. So in that case, I think that's going to like cause that person more harm than uh, good. So I totally, I like, you know, I agree with that point of view, but at the same time, I feel like it varies from like, you know, person to person. What do you think? Right. I agree with that. Um, but the point, uh, and, and this is, okay, before I say that, let me clear up what I actually like lean on. So I mostly lean on making it legal because I think it's very immoral and it's not very safe and it's not, um, there's no hourly rate like you know like if you go to a state in new york or in texas you have to legally pay someone seven dollars and fifty cents in texas and if you pay them below that that's not legal right so there's nothing like that that binds to uh these profession um Mm -hmm. but one of the things that 
I'm really curious, and and this is where this is the gray area, and I know it's very hard. Is that what if you're a college student, right? What if you're, let's say, a college girl, and you're 18, and you are trying to go to medical school or trying to go to engineering school, and you just don't have enough funds? Uh, should you revert to this profession? Because let's say you work at a Starbucks in in a month, you might earn two thousand dollars. But if you take on this profession, you might earn three thousand dollars. So, um, like, like, how do we differentiate people that want to make it through so they can pass on to something else, or? For those people who, like you said specifically, who enjoy this profession and they want to keep continuing that. And mm -hmm. uh, I also want to make one other thing clear is that when I'm talking about prostitution, I'm talking about women selling their bodies specifically. Because my side of story, like when I talk about male people prostituting, I have no problem with that. Like I could care less about a guy selling his body because power to him, man. If you bang 50 chicks, then, well, good for you, right? So that's not where I'm um, standing because I, I think, like, you know, if a dude is going for it, go for it, bro. Society's not going to look down on you. In fact, it's going to encourage you to do that kind of behavior. Um, mm -hmm. But that also has, like, just like you said, mental trauma associated with it. Um, but the part that I don't know what to say is when someone like the example that I gave, like a college girl trying to make through medical school and has this dilemma of picking a job in Star Wars, um, Starbucks versus picking a job um, in a brothel, you know, what is like, how do we separate that? Because that's a very gray area. Um, but yeah. Right. Uh, that's a that's a interesting, uh, you know, like point of view that you brought out. So here's the here's the thin line. Um, like I mentioned earlier, it all comes down to whether, you know, like you actually enjoy that profession or not. If that girl doesn't enjoy, you know, uh, prostitutions, then I don't think she should go that route. I mean, it might, you know, like it might make her more money, like it might be faster, you know, like uh, compared to the Starbucks job. But it all comes down to like what her moral compasses are, and it all comes down to like you know, like if she actually enjoyed doing it or not, or whether she's just like doing it for the sake of making money in a faster route, which is uh again, um it all depends on her like situations uh personally, like if I were that girl, like I'll do what's right, and if you know like if doing uh what's right is like working at starbucks or also like finding finding another job um if i because coming like let's come back to like you know if that let's say for example that she chooses that prostitution profession right and she she um goes is goes and does it but what if she can't you know like what if she start to like have all those mental trauma and all those you know like moral dilemma um that's where that thin line comes into play is that whether you know um you're doing it because you enjoy it or whether you're doing it because you have to or because you your like situation uh force you to do it and i know like most of the time um like 
some people's situation does force us prostitutions because you know it's the it's probably like one of the fastest way to like make money but at the same time like um it comes down to uh like you know being like situ very like situation to situations so i'll say like it all depends on the uh situation like the situation of the uh person and uh you know like what that person desire because uh like not everyone should choose prostitution as their profession um because one it might not be for them one it might like second it might not you know it might it like like i said it, it all comes down to you know um very like it's a like very diff, like tip like complicated situation topic and right. it all varies like from person to person so it it's just like a it's a complicated and it's all varies on person to person right i understand what you're saying and i and i sort of agree with it but mm-hmm. uh when you were saying that it might not be her profession or it might she might not like it um that's probably going to resonate with a ton of people around the globe who are mm-hmm. just in it for being a doctor because i know i've seen it in south asian countries like you know if you're uh in a well-to-do family then you go become a doctor or if you're in a well-to-do family you go become an engineer and it's so much so in in america too if you're born into a rich family you go and do these professions that are morally gonna make you rich right so Mm -hmm. a lot of people uh, there's a lot of people out there who are trapped in this in this weird circle of life and in in this weird sense that they are forced to do something that they it's not necessarily they don't want to do but they're forced to do something that they don't love to do you know what i mean right uh like they don't like doing it but they will still do it because it has a lot of perks and same with prostitution. Maybe there's going to be a person out there, right? That's not going to love doing it, but they might like doing it because it comes with a lot of perks, which is probably a lot of money or getting to know people like, you know, so, cause generally like if you take a sports game, mm-hmm. if you take golf, um, the number one reason why people go to play golf is because they can connect with other people, like business-minded people. Usually it's a rich sport. And, and prostitution might lead to an open door like that. You know where I'm going with this, right? So there might be some people who are into it, but they're into it for not necessarily for money, but to get to another another like you know ladder it's basically like a ladder where you step onto another um like piece by going mm-hmm. through this hurdle and the other thing that you were saying which uh, also resonated with me was how like your moral compass is different from my moral compass right right so like you were saying how like you know morally if it were up to me that you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't choose that route. But mm-hmm. like, it's a very different a- answer for me. Like if I am trying to go, let's say set up a business or if I'm trying to put myself through college in engineering, 
I have no issue whatsoever if it makes like $50,000 a year and your college tuition is like $40,000, right? Because there's mm -hmm. no way that you're going to make $40,000. And we know there's a lot of colleges that charge you that 50, 55 grand, like Harvard and other colleges do that. So it might be an option for some people. And I'm just saying it from a guy perspective. And I know that's very biased that I can't relate to women, but I would assume the same, right? If you're trying to go to an Ivy League school and you've got no funding um, and you've got no money from your parents or whatever, and you're trying to put yourself through this college or whatever hurdle that you're going through life, prostitution might be the thing that you want to do but then there's like no moral compass that you can judge like not all people are gonna choose the same route in life um if we have like if we make prostitution Ill, uh, like basically legal because now there's only a few counties in nevada that uh legalize brothels but overall in america uh it's it's completely illegal um, mm -hmm. But I do see your point like that you're making and, and I've already established that I, I kind of side uh, with you on this, but it's definitely interesting to say the least. What do you think about that? It is. Um, and also like the, you know, like one of the reason that I cited with being legal was um, to like, you know, provide protections and to, you know, like provide government regulations because as of right now like there isn't a like you know government regulations and prostitution like there even though it's technically not legal there are people still doing it and there isn't any sort of regulations so what i you know like what i want is a regulations in in place and just like with everything there are going to be people that are going to be you know um there are going to be some loopholes that people will ex explore and it's just going to be, it's just going to be like, you know, try and trial um, thing where it's just going to like, if, if it becomes legal, the government just have to be, you know, like just have to like place very strict rules and regulations. And they just have to like keep on um, absorb on how things goes uh, from like my perspective. Um, that's like one of my reasons that uh, I want it to be legal is to protect those who you know like those who prefers that professions not because you know like they they're forced to because they enjoy that professions but i, I also see that you know that per, that perspective that it might you know like making it illegal might force people who doesn't want to like jump in that profession to jump in because it's legal which uh, i totally get it um also like another reason is as of right now there isn't you know like any sort of um like protections or anything from government for prostitutions because uh they are not legal um and i feel like one of the regulations like the government has to implement if they make it legal is uh mandate you know like health checks i think that will like save um lots of people from getting stds or other you know like other diseases um but yeah i totally like you know i totally get the other side of the uh perspective that making it legal might there might be you know like more people that are going to be 
into like human sex, uh, you know, trafficking, and there might be like you know exploitations and all that, which we I understand, but like I feel like it all comes down to like how strong of the regulations the government uh, can emplace. And there is like lots of like loopholes and gray area where like people can um, exploit and take advantage of. You said it perfectly. There's a lot of loopholes that people can exploit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was supposed to be a pun. Uh, <laughs> okay. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I definitely see your point and. One of the other things that I wanted to point out, uh, the positive side of making it legal, is we've seen this with marijuana. So marijuana wasn't legal until very recently. Mm-hmm. And since it became legal, we see a lot of like less uh, sellers who sell marijuana. We see a lot of less cartels. We see a lot of <laughs> less drug dealers because now it's legal in a lot of states in America. So now, instead of being a pot dealer, you can open up a shop shop and you'll get money from SBA to open up a pot shop so you can be a drug dealer and and do that, like, if you want to go that route. Mm. So making it, making prostitution legal might open to that door where we know that porn is like a trillion dollar industry so this might be another jackpot for not just for people but for the country itself where it might bring a lot of revenue it might bring a lot of taxes specifically to a lot of states um like nevada texas i know for sure i know california uh, new york there would be a lot of uptick in like people who want to visit these places and that would bring a lot of money to the state and the federal government. Right. Mm-hmm. So I do see that point. And the other thing that you pointed out was how it's going to secure a lot of people. There's going to be testings, whether it's testing 15 days or every month, um, it's going to make it super legal. There's going to be a lot of clean people and you don't have to find these like shady people and hookers and all that. And I say that with all due respect, uh, you don't have to find these people and, and you can actually go and do what you do because we do see in this generation that a lot of people are indoors, right? This generation is basically just glued to social media and, um, mm-hmm. and and we see pictures on social media and that induces a lot of brain chemicals, but we don't get to see a lot of people in real life. And um, the coronavirus, the 2020 has proven more towards this and it has brought more companies into attention that you can employ people and you can save a lot of physical space uh, at a location by employing people to work from home. So I think that's going to alleviate a lot of problems because uh, I, I know for a fact, I know a lot of women who would enjoy doing that. And there's a lot of gold diggers that would turn straight into hoes. Uh, and I say hoes with all due respect to, but it, it would definitely open up a lot of doors for a lot of people. And not just that, it's going to be very interesting to see how things are going. 
uh, if we go down this road. And we can always revert back. If uh, if things go south, then we can always revert back. But I, th I see this definitely as a positive uptick. Because if you look at a marriage or a, a relationship, the one most powerful thing that a woman has against a man is is that sexual thing, right? Like they control the sex, basically. So now with prostitution being legal and you can get like a hundred dollar and do whatever business that you want to do with a pretty girl who's super clean and and like you know that kind of breaks the norm of a relationship now you're not glued to that person because of a sexual thrill or a sexual goal or or there's nothing attached to it so now mm -hmm. if a guy if if a woman were to say okay give me half of your money that, that would kind of be more of a friendship relationship than a physical relationship not to mention that there's gonna be a lot of people who are just gonna have like one partner and that's totally fine right but for a lot of people who are with gold diggers who are with people who probably want their money um for better or worse uh that's gonna alleviate that problem where you don't have to like you know if you're in your 50s and 60s and you marry a 23 year old gold digger you don't have to go through that like you can just spend your money and and do whatever thrill you have in your mind and you don't have to attach yourself to a bond with a specific woman who controls sex over your life so i think that's gonna uh, like eliminate a lot of that problem but i don't i don't know for a fact because we haven't experimented that and i think that's one of the most important things is to experiment with this thing maybe in a smaller state who knows um but try it out right yeah, definitely. Um, and that's the only way that we're going to know is by, you know, like trying it out, maybe like um, trying and like, like you said, smaller states and see how it, how it will progress, like, you know, like tr keep track of betas and how the uh, state or the uh, county does it in terms of, you know, the um, STDs rates in, in terms of rape or in terms of, you know, like child exploitations. Um, so yeah, like I definitely, like I feel like, in uh, like instead of like legalizing, um, in like entire like uh United State, um, it should like there should be like a small process, but uh, I do believe that it should be legalized. And uh, one interesting thing that when I was doing my research that I find out was uh, New Zealand has prostitution legalized since like two thousand um. 2003 and there it's um like there like when i was like doing my research i find out that uh you know like the people like the sex worker in new zealand feels like more safe um more safe and more like even like the uh perspective of the uh like police officers in the uh, new zealand has like completely changed they don't think uh, prostitution as you know like uh uh people who exchange their bodies for money but like as a as a professions and as a like you know human being and in terms of, like in terms of anything happens with you know their clients or anything like that like the prostitution will not have to like hesitate and go to a police officer or go to a police 
station and file a report. So I kind of like that dynamic of how, you know, like if anything happens during their like time, like, you know, whenever like they're in a business and then if anything happens, like they can go, um, you know, like they can seek that help from the government or from, you know, like law enforcement. And there are like, there's <laughs> there's always going to be loopholes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, right I about mean, that. There's always going to be, you know, like people taking advantage of, you know, these things and exploiting all these things. But I feel like we need to also like look into the uh, good side on what value that this will bring to the people, what value this will bring to the, you know, like sex worker. Um, and also like another research that I want to point out is that when um, Rhode Island was, uh, when the prostitution was uh, decriminalized in Rhode Island from uh, 2003 to 2009, that was actually a dramatic drop in like SCDs and uh, rape uh, rate. So it's 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 a very um, interesting, you know, like topic and complicated topic, uh, which can lean anyways. And I agree with the fact that like the government should probably start with the smaller states and see how that works and kind of like experiment with it because at the end it all comes down to you know like lots of regulations and lots of data and I feel like but that should definitely be the way to like move forward in future and like as I was like researching my uh for the topic I find out that um, in New York, lots of people are like in last couple of day, like couple of years, has been talking about making it legal. Although like there hasn't been any progress as far as bills goes, but like there has been like lots of um, senators and lots of like legis, you know, like government people talking about, which is a good thing. Like we should talk about this. We should we shouldn't like keep it aside just because you know we think it's not morally right um i think like bringing into the conversation and discussing idea like openly will um bring like more ideas on whether it should actually be legalized or not so that's i feel like that's definitely definitely a step forward like even like talking about it because i know like lots of people don't talk about it because it's a sensitive topic or because you know, it dehumanize women's or you know, like for whatever reason. Um, but it's definitely a um, you know a way forward. What do you think? Yeah, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Right, uh, talking more about it is definitely going to get up a lot of debate because what we're seeing right now is we're seeing a lot of people say. I'm on this side, you're on that side, and uh, if I'm on this side, then the other side is um, idiotic, the other side is stupid, and that's what we're, that's the rhetoric, uh, general rhetoric that we hear uh, from people around the country, Uh, because if they support, they're extremely confirmation biased, and and they don't want to lean into anything, so I I definitely think uh, the point that you made 
that we need to have more conversation like this openly uh, about what to do and maybe start small, right? Uh, maybe do that. That definitely needs to happen. Uh, one of the other things that you mentioned and I want to add to that is uh, is about the loopholes. And I, and I know <laughs> we keep coming back to this, but one of the credibility that I wanted to say, give it to you is just like how you mentioned, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to exploit these loopholes. But again, there's going to be a lot of people in general who exploit a lot of loopholes. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of companies who exploit tax loopholes. There's a lot of people who exploit the legal loopholes. There's a lot of people who exploit many things. So exploiting anything, even prostitution or anything in general, is not a new idea. And just like how you said, there are going to a lot of be a lot of people uh, who are going to ex like exploit it. But one thing that can mitigate a lot of these uh, issues is to have a clear cut rule book, to have a rule book and say, to have maybe a ministry or someone who looks over these kind of issues and, and there needs to be a separate department for these kind of things. Uh, just like mm. how there's a separate department for like cyberbullying. Um, th there needs to be a separate uh, department for this because there are going to be a lot of people who are going to exploit this. It's just inevitable. Just people just do that. And that's people's nature. Um, but I also want to add one other thing that I just remembered. Uh, we see a lot of uptick in this Me Too movement, right? Um, Me Too movement for everyone listening right now. It's a movement started by a lot of celebrities in uh, the Hollywood, especially women celebrities who have gone through traumatic experiences like Harvey Weinstein experiences. And uh, Me Too is basically standing up for abuse, standing up for feminism and a lot of these kind of things. So when we see this in 2019, 2020 going strong, um, I think this kind of deletes the whole argument of having prostitution because a lot of people on different sides of the aisle, it doesn't matter if they're Republican or Democrat, um, but generally if they're just Me Too supporters, I don't think they are going to support uh, prostitution being illegal because, again, going back to the point where it kind of dehumanizes people or objectifies women more than uh, they are now. Right. So maybe this conversation about the whole Me Too movement is going to block um, what is happening in America or what needs to happen in America, I think. Uh, and, and the other case that you pointed out about New Zealand, uh, how, you know, it's been legal and, and people don't frown uh, if you do that profession and people look up to you if you're as just as your normal day job or your night job. I think that's mm -hmm. a very different perspective than what would happen here, because, again, going back to a lot of like we we've, we've had a lot of moments like we've had the BLM movement. We've had the Me Too moment. We've had so many moments out here. And there's like, I don't know, 10, 15, 16 genders now in America and just solely. So I think that is going to create a very divisive rhetoric. And we saw this this past year where if you were questioning a certain thing, you were a racist, you were a bigot. So maybe 
the whole prostitution thing, maybe the country is not ready for it just yet. And that's what I feel like. Maybe it can be. Maybe it's a dream. <laughs> yeah, just like Martin Luther said, <laughs> maybe it's a dream that I will hopefully dream. come. Yeah, hopefully come true. <laughs> yeah, maybe we're gonna be the frontier <laughs> of that, and we're gonna be the new Martin Luther of talking about this topic ten years from now. Who knows, right? But I do have that doubt in my head that it's probably not going to be taken very well. What do you think? What do you think about yeah. the whole like Me Too moment and how that might relate to like prostitution? Hundred percent agree that uh, as a country we might not be ready. You know, like we might not be ready for this topic because not like all of the uh, you know like lots of people talks about it and like you know we discuss in the alien episode that. Would they maybe that's why they think that we're not ready yet, so they haven't visited us. <laughs> um, but wait, yeah, wait, I, wait, wait. A quick question: Do you think? Yeah. Do you think the aliens would be into this? <laughs> uh, that's a that's an interesting question. Um, I mean, I don't know. It all it all varies on because we don't know much about aliens. Um, so it all varies on what kind of beings they are. Right. Hopefully they, yeah. Because the Hollywood portrays them as being genderless. So I don't know how that's going to go, but, you know, it might never know. They, that might be the trigger thing that aliens are like, oh, I want to go there. <laughs> it's more fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely um, coming back to the point, you know, like, um yeah, I totally agree with the fact that you, you know, like how you say that the country might be country might not be ready for this whole topic, because even when we like, you know, when we track the election um, this this year, like this last November, it was uh, it was very chaotic. Like people were like divided in both both of the fences, and and this is a larger topic with lots of you know like very it's a very sensitive topic with lots of uh you know like lot you know it, it has like lots of branches and all that so it is i don't think the people are ready but still i feel like the government should definitely experiment with um you know like the smaller states or smaller uh counties um but I do agree with the fact that we are not ready because of like lots of the, because New Zealand, the example that I gave earlier, um, and like, thanks to you for like putting this into the perspective that it's a totally different uh, country from the United Nation where we have lots of people, lots of genders, lots of, uh, you know, like race. So I don't think we're ready. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that kind of wraps up the whole idea of uh, where we stand. Yeah, I do. I do. I do agree. I mean, uh, I do like stick with the point. It needs to be legalized, but there has there has to be like lots of you know like uh, regulation um, that has to be in place, and it all comes down with experimenting with like smaller state 
or you know like collecting data um and basically like talking about it i think like even like talking about it will bring that topic to the surface and where people will think it in a you know like open minded like sense instead of just like you know like putting that topic down and like starting that conversation might just be a right path like right now um but yeah but yeah like, I, i agree with you yeah that sounds what, uh uh-huh. what's the difference between like prostitution and pornography do you think like as a pornography is legal it's legal right yeah so porn is legal because yeah. it's it's a form of art <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, but it's a form of art. And uh-huh. I know for a fact that a lot of porn stars are tested very frequently. And uh like it might seem like there's a lot of people in porn, but it's not. If you compare it to any industry, there's only a very limited amount of porn stars and there's a lot of people who exit and and there's not a lot of people who stay uh for a very long time in porn right we've seen mm-hmm. that with Mia Khalifa we've seen that with Lana Rhodes there's a lot of popular porns and porn stars who don't stay for a very long time who don't stick around no pun intended um you forgot Sunny Leone <laughs> yeah son yeah she's a big one i know you you you're into that um, <laughs> but yeah i think there's there should when you're talking about prostitution you're talking about women or men having sex with a lot of people but when you talk about pornography it's usually if it's amateur porn then it's with the partner that you love and you're just posting it for the world to see or you're making money off of that or if you're a full blown out porn star then you're talking about these like small companies like that are in porn that have successfully done a very good job in like you know if you compare porn to prostitution it's not apples to apples because there might Definitely. be some girls in porn who've and, and this is all out of due respect who fucked like 40 guys and there might be some who have only done it with like i don't know 10 but if you talk about prostitution there might be someone who's caught across that 100 you know mark and i know there's going to be people like that because people like to have very weird goals in life so it might be someone's goal just to be a hoe straight up and and you know have sex with a thousand men or if they're a man then a thousand women so i think it's not apples to apples because you're talking about if you're making content right if you take the porn and the downplaying of porn and looking down at it part out of it then you're just a creator you're just it's just i i hate to say it but you're kind of creating an art for people to see uh just like youtubers right um versus prostitution you might be creating art that the person might really like but who's going to see it right uh and and it might be your job and we know that a lot of people don't like doing their job but they still do it right right uh, so i think it's like a very weird comparison though uh 
I don't know if prostitution is equal to porn. It might be at some point that a prostitute just posts and starts there, becoming a porn star. Yeah, there is some like resemblance, uh, you know, like when it comes to like prostitutions and porn, like it, like both of them are basically like making money off of their, you know, like body. So like that's one of the resemblance. Um, and um, it's it's sort of it's sort of like a sim like like you said it's not like apple to apple it's it's similar in sense of like you know like the general theme which is uh making money off of your you know like body um but i don't agree with the fact that you know like porn is just a art like it's basically i mean like like I've been saying that it all varies. It's basically like you know, uh, making. It's it's basically basically like a prostitution, but in a higher label, uh, where like pretty much uh, people can see, which is which is really like filming and all that is art. And I know like most of the porns aren't real, where like they have everything planned. They probably do you know like multiple scenes, uh, in a different cut. Uh, where in like prostitutions, it might just be, you know, like we don't know what's going to happen, right? Like we don't know what's going to happen because it's not out there. Like, um, and there might be, there might be like something that, you know, the guy might do something that the girl might not want it or she might not have given consent for. And I feel like that's where the like uh legalizing prostitution comes into play because there's going to be like the law enforcement or the police that will be like supporting the uh, sex worker and make them feel safe because like we've been saying it there is going to be people who are going to take advantage of it you know like there are going to be people who's going to go crazy like fucking nuts like oh shit like prostitution is legal let me just break that girl's uh back or vagina and you know like is this it, i it all comes down to like you know like the regulations and how like if if it's illegal like how the regulations will affect and what kind of regulations um i feel like there has to be a department in government where they have to like micromanage this department because it's a complicated subject and it affects like the moral of humans and um you know like it affects their mental mental health and both their physical health um but yeah right and i also want to add one thing real quickly to that and this might be a dumb question um like where does the regulation end though because let's say, let's say, for an example, for listeners, this is probably the worst part. If you don't want to hear, skip for the next 30 seconds because I'm going to be very profane. Okay, um, since that we got that out of the way, let's say you are going out to a prostitute, right? Prostitute A. Yeah. And uh, you're going out to have a normal intercourse with her, a sexual intercourse with her, a vaginal sex with her. What if... You have an anal sex. Like, where is the restriction there? Because you said the police might be involved, but 
you're you went for vaginal sex but then you ended up having an anal sex and now the girl is not liking it because he didn't agree to that right he didn't agree to it so are you going to be liable because the police is involved so let's just imagine in a fairy tale universe that prostitution is illegal it's under the uh, under the law and and where does that stop like are you going to be prosecuted are you not going to be prosecuted are you going to to be charged or federal like are you going to have a felony on your record for uh, you know slipping it (laughs) 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 i don't know that's where there's a lot of questions that come with that right it is tricky. Yeah, I I 100% agree that it is tricky and like I agree like you know I I like it's a it's a valid point like where does the regulations end because uh it's a complicated topic and on top of that um you know like having like all sort of like regulations like where does it end like it's and like sexual Intercourse is like, you know, something that, you know, like comes with desire and it is something that sometimes like people don't have control over, right? Like you might lose your sense and you might do the things that, you know, you don't want to do. Like that's how I guess rape happens and all that stuff. Um, but it is, it is a tricky question. Like where does that regulation end? Um, to be honest, I don't really have that answer. Like, it's a, it's definitely something to like think about. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. either. I, I just wanted to say that's just something that came up in my mind. Where, <laughs> like, where does prostitution end, and where does let's say sexual assault begin? Like, you know, because right. I'm asking that because I know there's a lot of weird dudes out there or there's a lot of weird girls. There's a lot of people in both kind that probably want to do very weird things to you. Right. And some right. people might consent to that and some people might not. Um, and, and that's the beauty of people that there's different kinds of people. But we can't ignore the fact that there are going to be a few crazies right yeah Yeah, douchebags but a few crazy douchebags you know if it's a girl or a guy it doesn't matter so i'm just torn up on that because i do think it should be legal because just like how you said it is going to help I think it's it's going to empower a, a lot of women, right? It's going right. to take out the stigma that is in the society that it's like, you know, it's a very bad thing. It's going to take that thing off and it's going to make it very safe and very legal. And, and those kind of things are all good for the mm-hmm. overall bene- benefit of the society. And I know <laughs> some girls that I know are going to love that if that happens because they will go from gold digging straight up to being a hoe again mm-hmm. hoe with all due respect but they'll go straight to it but at the same time i also wish and hope that everybody the especially the women and the girls that i know personally or my relatives 
or my daughters or my granddaughters never go into this profession, right? So mm-hmm. I'm torn in, in between this because I know it's going to empower. But then what if your granddaughter is a hoe? Uh, I, I'm sorry. What if your granddaughter is a prostitute, right? So, uh-huh. like, where's the moral implication? Because I have no moral compass on this because I do see, like, the perspective that you and I um, are, are literally saying in this podcast. But, like what if it goes out of control, right? What if your daughter becomes a prostitute? Like, I don't wish that. Or what if, like, my daughter becomes a prostitute? I don't wish that either. So I don't know. I don't know, like, where I stand. That's the part that I'm torn in between in this issue. Any thoughts? See, that is, yeah, uh, that is tricky. Um, See, this is where I want to, like, do more research and how you know like parents of like porn star will feel because i think i mean it it's not similar you know pro, uh, prostitution and porn is not similar but that's basically like the same concept right it's um it's trading their body for money um and i feel like looking into uh you know like how their parents or how their spouse thinks will give like lots of perspective um but it's some definitely like something that like something to think about and like having open-minded on the topic might be a right, uh, right direction because uh, like, you know, I, I want prostitutions to be legal. Right. I'm don't call me hypocrite. Don't call me hypocrite. I might want to like prostitution to be legal, but at the same time, want you know, my, um, my daughter or anyone like that's related to me to be a prostitute. Even if they are, it's going to be hard for me to accept, right? Right. It's going to be hard for me to accept. It's, it's going to be hard for anybody to accept. Like if you know a person in real life, right? It's going to be mm-hmm. very hard to accept that. And... I don't know if if this is because of the social stigma that is attached to it. And I don't know if, like, if there's any way to resolve this. Um, I don't know if it's going to take, like, a generational change to have a different kind of thinking. Because you and I are definitely... Uh, on the same, like, you know, generation where, like, you know, we don't wish that anybody that we know is a prostitute. I don't know if it's going to take that generational change or if it's going to take the society as a whole to destigmatize this and to kind of accept prostitutes and porn stars and all these people that we degrade in society and to accept them with open arms. I don't know if that's a societal issue or that's just like a personal issue that you and I have. That's what I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, I feel like it's going to take, you know, some time for this to be, you know, like for people to accept prostitution, uh, you know, like sex worker and porn star. Um, you know, like as a normal human being, just like how the, you know, how race was the issue, how racism was the issue. And it still is. And like, I think 
like pro- prostitutions are going to be like sort of like the same thing like uh regard like people are always going to have you know like oh um those are you know like nasty people and all that like regardless of i think what generation we are in um there like there's always going to be that like there's always going to be that one person that will um have a mindset like that so i feel like starting conversation talking about it like in open uh like having open mindset about any sort of things uh will be a, like ideal to go like towards that directions but it's very tricky like i agree with the point you know like where it's probably going to take some time right and with that being said i do want to ask you one question do you think if if prostitution were to be legal do you think that you would be down to do it because <laughs> let's just say and and this is a very valid point uh that i'm trying to make let's say you earn fifty thousand dollars a year right uh-huh. that's your normal salary that you were working out job a and then here's this prostitution that makes you five hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars if you work for a month so now you're comparing fifty thousand dollars to let's say five hundred thousand dollars like are you going to change and become a prostitute and and if not why uh my answer is no because uh let me track down to the uh first first topic that i mentioned um one do i enjoy like will i be enjoying it right will i be enjoying it and i don't think wait, wait, wait. before before we go into your second point do you enjoy sex uh, of course yes right so it kind of invalidates your point of do you enjoy prostitution uh-huh. because you enjoy sex right prostitution it's, it's, is correlated to sex right uh-huh and and the other point that i really quickly want to make is that uh-huh. if you don't want to get into prostitution yourself how mm-hmm. are you going to empathize with the people who do want to get into prostitution let's say i want to get into prostitution right but you don't uh-huh. want to get into prostitution how are you going to empathize and say that you know it should be legal when you yourself don't want to get into prostitution Okay, continue. Okay. Here's the thing. So I enjoy sex, right? I enjoy sex, but I want to have sex with a person that I love, not with anyone. And it's it is something that I enjoy, but it might not be, you know, like something that I will not be in like if if it's if it's something that, you know, like I will do with anyone, then what's the value of it? Like there is no value, right? And like I mentioned earlier that you have to like you know if it's something for you or if you enjoy doing it then by all means if not then it's probably not for you like how we compare you know like um about certain oh let me track back um it all comes down to like personal choices and uh if you like whether if you enjoy or not I do enjoy sex, yeah, definitely. Who doesn't like? I, I, I think like everybody does. It's a it's a great 
weird thing, uh, you know, like for human desire. But I don't want to like, you know, go around like having sex with anyone, like, you know, any, any people and like for money. And like personally to me, um, like I don't like money is important. Like, you know, money is important for everyone, but I don't value that aspect. Like my money, I mean, my happiness does not rely on money. It depends, you know, like it depends on like, it, it, it's like for me, like money is not everything. Like right now I'm doing a um, okay, okay job that provides me pretty much for my family and me. And I'm happy with it. I, I'm, I enjoy the life that I have right now. Um, you know, like, and I, like, I wouldn't like do anything that I don't enjoy, um, contradicting that. I mean, I do enjoy sex, but not with like, you know, anyone, go, like anyone or like anyone that, which what basically is, you know, like, and, and I don't think like I will like enjoy like going around having sex with anybody. So number one, I don't like money is not like, you know, everything for me. Uh, it might for like people and like sex. It's, it might be like some, you know, some profession that people might like, but I wouldn't want to like have sex like every, um, every like, you know, every day or like every week. Um, but yeah, I, I do like get the point where you're like, saying like if you don't want to do it like why do you want it to be uh legal and the reason that i want it to be legal is for people who enjoy doing it to provide them support to provide them with the you know like regulations to protect them that's that's what like that's why i want it to be legalized is to for, like to be for the people who enjoy doing it not for you know like someone to get into it just because they want to you know like make money like too bad it's they can't make a right decision that they're making they're making that bad choice just because of the money like which um like i said which all comes down to like personal preferences and what their situation is but um and like like i said it all it all like the reason that i want it to be legal is for people who actually enjoy doing it and uh, to provide them support, to provide them that law enforcement, uh, you know, like support and protection. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, I, I, I totally like, that's a, you know, like that's a valid point. Like if you don't want, want to do it, like why you want it to be legalized, which it's a valid point. But it all comes down to personal preferences and circumstances or situations. Right. I agree with you. Did that make sense? Did I make did yeah, that yeah, make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I agree with you um on what you said. Like, you know, even if you don't want to do it, you want it to be legal so other people that do want to do it are protected and that's it's legal, right? Because mm. I, I think, I honestly think we're missing out on a huge, huge money, right? And the country's in a huge debt. It's non-negotiable. It's in a huge debt. I think there's a few factors that might uplift this. And one of them is this issue that we we're talking about, right? Along mm -hmm. with uh, legalizing 
recreational drugs like marijuana, weed, and those kind of things. So I think this definitely needs to happen. And I don't see this as having a bad effect on the society because we've, we've already tried with alcohol. If you think, if you take alcohol, that is way more potent to any person's body and you can physically damage your organs if you drink too much alcohol versus mm-hmm. if you compare a drug like marijuana or, or a weed, right? Or, or sex for money. It's not that potent. Like there's no way that you're going to mess up your, anything so i i do stand with you on that point that uh you made that you want it to be legal and it's for the people um for other people who might want to pursue that road because right now it seems like that road is awfully blocked and there's a lot of pimps who pay you little to no cash and you're kind of stuck in this no good life where um you can only make a couple bucks, right? Versus mm-hmm. you can probably make a decent amount of living if you really are into doing that. And who knows, right? Right. Uh, and and the other thing that I wanted to say is, uh, so like just like how you said, you are content with your life, you're making good, your family is good. Uh, what if, <laughs> and I know I have a lot of what ifs, what if you're just like content with making, let's say, $50,000, but... 2024 comes a new apple car that you wish for yeah that's gonna cost you yeah that's gonna cost you two hundred thousand dollars and guess what the new iphone 16 whatever it is by 2024 it's gonna cost you a good three thousand dollars that new apple watch Ooh, everybody's wearing that that's gonna cost you another fifteen hundred dollars so what if things go in that direction that you know you you might want these gadgets because i don't know the society kind of looks down on you if you don't have gadgets like this um would you consider (laughs) see that's a that's a pure grid like i wouldn't go that (laughs) onto that route just because i want a fucking apple car (laughs) because i want see that's that's more of a uh want than need and I like I love focusing on the needs than wants. So that's that's more like a more like a read, you know, a pathway. And I'm not willing to go down that road just because people think that it's cool to like have a fucking Apple car, which it is, but uh fuck Apple. Right, but but I'm also saying what if you're not doing it as a part time. What if you're still working your day job, your normal day job, but uh-huh. on, on the side, on the weekends, this is your <laughs> part time, let's say, hobby, right? And it makes uh-huh. quite a lot of money, and you're stuck in this job where it makes $50,000 a year, but you work on quote unquote weekends and you make, I don't know, $150,000 a month. Um, what do you think if you like partition your time uh where you know you might pursue this would you pursue this like as a part-time career <laughs> uh no um like i mentioned earlier like um uh, like you know sex is cool and all that but it's not like i don't want to like you know do it in a weekly basis um and sex does drain like lots of energy uh you know like it's it's a cool thing and you know it's like a, it's very magical too but uh it drains like lots of energy and 
there there is like side effects to like some you know like excessive um sex and that's why like uh one of the reason i want it to be legalized is so that way people who actually does it can seek that medical help you know because or like a therapy or there might be you know like making prostitutions uh legal might open door for um mental rehab rehabilitations for you know like sex worker uh, I see you what you're the, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see the path I'm going? Yeah, I see the path you're going. And and I really like the part where you said, uh, look at the numbers, right? Because a normal person who might work um, eight-hour shift for five days and he works 40 hours a week um, might not be the same path for someone who goes into the prostitution route. Like, you know, like if you... I don't know, had sex for eight hours a day for five days. That's not very healthy, I would assume. Um, mm -hmm. But but I do agree with you on what you said. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Here's all it comes down to. Just like regular job, any other job, do it because you enjoy it, not because for the money, not because, you know, um, your friends tell you to do it, not because your parents told you to do it. Do it because you enjoy it. That's the moral, you know, like, that's the, um, like, for me, like, one of my, um, you know, like, theme for life is do it because you enjoy it. And if you, if you enjoy prostitutions, then by all means, if you don't, then get, get the fuck out of it. Like, get the fuck out of there. There's, like, lots of door open for you. And uh, something that I want to mention is that, um, so this is a model that, like, couple of European um, countries tried, like Sweden, uh, Germany. It's called a Nordic model uh, or basically like sex buyer law. So it basically like eliminates uh, criminal penalties uh, for prostitutes, but it criminalizes sex buyers and pimps. So I feel like having like some sort of regulation like Nordic model um, will definitely help, you know, like cut down like some of the loopholes that there might be like legalize, you know, like legalizing the prostitutions. Um, but coming back to that point, like, you know, do it because you enjoy it, not because you want a fucking Apple car or not because, you know, like not because you want like a fucking Tesla where you can buy a RAV4. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess you're not getting pure the grit. Apple car in 2024. That's, that's a pure grid, and <laughs> it's it's more like targeting towards your wants than need. And most of the time in life, uh, like going for the things you want will lead you to a dark path. Like it might lead you to like you know buy lots of things that you might not want it. Right, like but you the, might right. regret decisions, right? Just but it's not being it. filmed though, because that's very important. Mm -hmm. Because we look on porn stars down, because we can see them. We can literally look them up and find a thousand videos. Versus, if let's just say, like in the state of Texas, there's a thousand brothels, right? And in uh -huh. Dallas, there's a hundred of them. Um, 
And if you work in one of them, how are people gonna go, uh, gonna know? Like, uh, what are the chances that people are going to know? Or let's just say you work, you live in Dallas, and you go to work, quote unquote, work in Houston. How are people going to know? Because you're not being recorded. Like you know, your life is under under the drape, so there's literally no evidence of anything that you know yeah, people are gonna look down on you, right? Right. And at the mm -hmm. end of the day, you're just bringing bringing in a lot of money. And I know I see this with a lot of people, and I know this was a, kind of like a jokey topic, but I do see a lot of people who kind of are frustrated in their house, where you know they live with. Uh, they live with their wife and they're not so happy um, and and things are not going that good or their wife is like or they might be content in themselves but their wife or their spouse might be like hey I want this jewelry hey I want a BMW hey I want a bigger house hey I want this I want that and and people go out to make extra money on the weekends like they go out to drive uber they do all these sort of things and here comes prostitution where you can afford an apple car if you just work part-time right so mm -hmm. i do also see that perspective where people might lean into that instead of like selling your kidney because i know you and i joked about this when we were when i was talking about like establishing my business you were like sell your kidney and i was like might as well bro but then here comes prostitution and you might be able to afford a lot more um if you go down the road so i i do see the perspective of that where like you know people might want to do it like me <laughs> if you really want that apple icar you know That costs you $250,000 that no one in like 10 years that you're going to be able to save that kind of money working your normal job and afford that, right? Mm -hmm. See, um, I want to I wanna bring, like, that's a good point. I want to like bring, I want to talk about this. Um, so, you know, like how uh, yesterday, was it yesterday or day before yesterday? We were talking about how um, Ali Abdul was making this thousands of dollars using his uh, online, you know, like model his YouTube, his uh, monetizations and all that. Right. And uh, that that made me, that actually inspired me, like you know, like to focus on the things that I'm focusing on, like YouTube, podcasting, uh, or like you know, like being more present in this um, online world. Um, so that actually kind of mod like, you know, motivated me uh, instead of like, you know, <laughs> uh, picking uh, prostitution as a part-time <laughs> job. So if if money is really important to you and there there is, you know, like there is like other routes that um, you can take instead of like picking like choosing prostitutions, which, you know, like there is nothing with choosing prostitutions as long as you enjoy. Right. You know, like that's right. That's and the, that's the perfect example that you gave. And I want to go back to it. Let's just take Ali, right? It took mm -hmm. him years to get to the point that he's at now. Right. right. And he's making a decent amount of money. Uh, and, and we talked about this yesterday off cam. Um, what if, 
and and I know it's going to be hard pill to swallow, no pun intended, uh, for a lot of people. But it takes time for anything to be set up, whether it's a YouTube channel, whether it's a podcast that we're doing, or whether it's a business you're trying to establish, right? <clears throat> and if it takes a lot of that effort and money versus you can do something part-time and you can earn a lot of money and you can afford shit that you don't have like which mm. route are people going to take are people going to take the easy route or are people going to like you know just like you got inspired by ali uh, are they going to take that route and get inspired because that's two very different routes and one might be might make you feel very good in the short term very bad in the long term and the other one might take a lot of long time to be successful and that might uh de-incentivize you because we know a lot of people do fall off uh when they're trying to be a content creator or a businessman right mm. see uh that's interesting I think the fun, you know, like fun behind building your own um, company or building your own product, um, going through all that process, all that hard work and realizing that how it actually paid off, you know, all those work, like um, all those like countless nights um, without sleep, all those hard work actually paid off. That feeling at the end is something different and unique. And I feel like you know, picking uh, prostitution just because you want to make fucking money. That's, that's a shortcut, right? And it will give you instant gratifications. It will give you instant gratification, but it might not be good for longer term. I, I, I want to point back to like, you know, this thing again, do it because you enjoy it, not because you want to be a fucking millionaire by you know, end of the year or by end of your uh, 25th birthday, uh, do it because you enjoy it. Not for like instant gratifications, not because uh, for greed, not because you want to buy a fucking Apple car in 2024. Um, do it because you enjoy it. And I feel like it all comes down to that. Like, but yeah, um, it all comes down to like, you know, like how hard, how do you want to work how how far you're willing to go to like make your dream successful are you willing to like you know take that shortcut and regret for your entire life or are you actually willing to like bust your ass up and be in that finish line and celebrate your victory right right i 100% i agree with what you said um I'm all about busting the ass, but <laughs> in a very uh, pro-business type of way. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I, but, yeah. but I'm always... Uh, the thing that I'm trying to do is I'm trying to play devil's advocate. Because someone yeah. out there might have the voice that, like, you know, that I am having right now. Um, and, and I side with you because there's a different kind of energy. There's a different kind of feel when you do something that you're really excited and hyped up about and you start that that project or start that channel whatever it might be you start it up there's like a weird dopamine release like every time you hit, hit upload or every time mm -hmm. you 
find people for your company or every time you do something successful it feels very good i agree with that and that is never going to be achieved with anything that you take shortcut in life so i agree with you but i'm also trying to play devil's advocate in and say the other side of the story Mm -hmm. but yeah but yeah that's all the thoughts that i have (laughs) That's the, that's the uh, good thing about like doing a podcast is that where we can share our perspective and you know like eat I mean not phys- like you know like technically eat each other's brain but like you know see what we have on our brain and um, that's what I like about doing podcasts is that we you know y- you have your own perspective and I have my own perspective and this is where we come together and uh, share share you know like our disagreements, uh, share our agreements. That's what fun thing about doing podcasts is. Um, And yeah, do you have anything before we wrap up? No, that's pretty much it. I think we summed it up all in this podcast. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to be happy and a lot of people are probably going to be mad. Forgive us if we said anything that might be offensive to you. We didn't mean to. We're just two dumb apes. trying to talk Hmm. through this whole thing so uh, you know yeah and it's a sensitive topic like we mentioned at the beginning it's a sensitive topic and uh if you disagree with us uh that's totally fine because uh we respect your opinion and i hope you guys will respect our opinion and as we were like you know doing this podcast um there was like lots of like you know um Oh shit! I never thought about that moment. Uh, you know, like when we, uh, when like Rustic was bringing some of the points, and I also like got to learn, uh, like you know, like some of the perspective that he brought out, and I got to share mine. So that's what fun's about. You know, like fun about doing podcasts, and um, it is a sensitive topic. And if we said anything, you know, that you don't agree with, um, which we totally understand. And uh, yeah, um, I hope it was a you know, it was a entertaining and some I I mean not I wouldn't call eye opening, um, you know like some interesting like point of view uh, between like both rustic and I, um, and like I said like if prostitution isn't for you, then don't do it like do it because you enjoy it and the reason that we I mean I want it to be legalized is to protect the one that are that actually does you know like enjoy doing it not for gold digger or not for you know like apple car apple car (laughs) yeah yeah do let us know what do you think about the apple car are you down for the apple car in 2024 when prostitution hopefully becomes legal um or do you (laughs) think it's not going to be and you think uh, I'm just going to be driving my old car in 2024. It's definitely interesting. You can reach us at uh, Pods on Twitter. Let us know what you think. But with that being said, I think we are going to wrap that up. Thank you so much for listening. Anything to add, Sam? Yeah, that's pretty much it. And I think it all comes down with starting a conversation, having open-minded so it is a sensitive topic and I hope you guys will have an open mind in this topic. And until next time.